Hello and welcome to Single to Soulmate Podcast. Where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. I want to talk to you today about crashing and how the crash can actually be the press, like the thing that comes before your breakthrough. So I'm going to share with you a story from my life that is inspired by the fact that I'm driving now and I just saw a motorcycle that crashed. And I actually used to ride motorcycles. And it was me riding up on my motorcycle that was one of the indicators that Laura knew that I was her soulmate. She had a 12-page list. The motorcycle wasn't it, but anyway, she said her soulmate was uh, drove a motorcycle, brown hair, green eyes, was from New York, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff on her, her list. And one thing she said, I drove a motorcycle. And so let's rewind to why was I driving a motorcycle? Why was I riding a motorcycle? Well, when I was in college, I needed some transportation and honestly didn't have the money to buy a car. And I realized for the money that I had, which was something like $1,000, $1,500, I could get a really good motorcycle but or I can get a really crappy car. And so I decided I would get a really, really good motorcycle. But the problem was that I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. I didn't know how to drive a car either because I grew up in New York City. And if you know anything about people in New York City, you don't need a car. So I knew the subway like the back of my hand, but I didn't know how to drive at all. So I had to learn how to ride a motorcycle. And as luck would have it, my roommate in college was a motorcycle rider. He actually was a pilot as well from Spain on an exchange student kind of, or not exchange student, but he was a visiting student for a year. So he was a pilot, a motorcycle rider. Just a really experienced guy, and he actually taught people how to fly. And he said, well, I can teach you how to ride a motorcycle. And so I was like, cool. So I actually bought a motorcycle, knowing how to ride it. He test drove it, um, but I, I bought this motorcycle. And then he, he bought the gear that I needed, stuff like that. And he took me to a parking lot to start to have my first lesson on riding a motorcycle. And believe me, just stick with me. This really does relate to your love life. And so first time on it, he did all the demo. He showed me how to do it, stuff like that. I got on by myself and just was going to go very slow in the parking lot. Anyway, I kind of could break down what happened, but it's not really that important. Bottom line is I didn't go slow at all. I took off screaming like fast. I put on the brakes. I didn't know what I was doing. I crashed the motorcycle and ended up with my face about two inches from underneath the bumper of a car, a parked car, and I didn't have a full face helmet. So I was two inches away from having my face, open face, smash into the bumper of a car. He had to come over, pull the motorcycle off me. This is like hundreds of pounds of metal that was lying on top of me as I was lying underneath the edge of a car. And I was shaking. I was probably crying, although I don't remember that. I was freaked out. There's just no two ways about it. I was freaked out. I got up and said, who wants to buy a motorcycle? And I was dead serious. I didn't want to do anything to do with motorcycles. I 
limped home. He drove the motorcycle back to the dorm and it just sat there for like a week because my whole side was, was swollen. I mean, my injury was to my physical body. It was to my heart. It was to my spirit. I was so excited about driving a motorcycle. You know, I'm a young man in college. I'm thinking how badass I am and uh, all that type of stuff, right? But all of that was gone with that crash. And I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And so um, he asked me if I was ready to, you know, go for another lesson after a few days, after some healing and stuff like that. And I remember. His English was okay, but it wasn't always great. So sometimes we just communicated with just hand signals. So I just held up my hand and showed that I was nervous, you know, shaking hand. And I'll never forget what he did. He got my helmet. He got my motorcycle gloves. He got my motorcycle jacket. He threw them on me and he said, let's go. I was like, oh, I don't want to. Something like that. He said, let's go. And, you know, this is a, pilot motorcycle rider who's standing over me while I'm basically feeling sorry for myself and laying on the bed and he said let's go and he took me out there and that was so hard because I was now scared because I didn't realize at first that I could get hurt I mean you do intellectually but I didn't feel it viscerally and I didn't think about all the things that could go wrong. I didn't think about how this is going to be hard. I didn't think about what learning to do something like this that was completely unfamiliar, what it would take. And luckily, he pushed. Lovingly, gently, firmly, whatever, he pushed. And he gave me a lesson. And I didn't crash. And you know what? I actually didn't crash again, ever. So I rode a motorcycle for many years, including, as I mentioned, when I rode up to uh, meet with Laura on our first date. And none of that would have happened if I had succumbed to my nervousness, if I had allowed that pain to define my experience on a motorcycle. And this is not unlike the experience of crashing and burning in love. Um, because a lot of times when we're in love or in the early stages of, you know, just our life, right? I'm talking to you because I'm assuming that you're in your late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. You're not like an 18-year-old who's like, ooh, you know, love, what a fun thing. And, you know, you probably have had that and you've had the crash, probably more than one crash. And each time you feel... Maybe like I did. I'm hurt physically, emotionally, spiritually. I now know how painful this could be if it doesn't work out the way I imagine it to be. I now see how hard this is going to be. And I just want to say that it's worth it to get back up on your motorcycle. It's worth it to get back up on whatever it is that you are doing to go for love. And Laura and I, we're not going to tell you only the things that you want to hear. We're going to tell you what you need to hear in order to get where you want to go. If my friend, um, Antonio was his name, had just allowed me in my nervousness, in my fear, 
and my pain and my feeling sorry for myself, if he had just let me stay there, he wouldn't have really been helping me, even though I might have felt better in the moment. Thankfully, he pushed me. Thankfully, he believed in me. Thankfully, he had the expertise to help me navigate through all of that stuff. And that's what I want to be for you. That's what Laura and I want to be for you. That's what we've been for our clients for, as of the time of this recording, 14 years. Lovingly, firmly guiding, pushing, cajoling, and moving you from where you are to where you want to go. Moving our clients from where they were, which is maybe where you are right now, to where they want to go. So if you are listening to this right now and you're feeling down, if you're feeling like you've crashed, if you're feeling like there's maybe ah kind of close to giving up or maybe this is not going to work out the way I wanted it to, I just want to tell you that something else is possible for you, that those crashes don't have to define you. Those mistakes, those that nervousness, that fear, that pain, that doesn't have to define you. And the incredible thing, just the way God, spirit, the universe works, is that the thing that you crashed about is probably going to be the thing that is like the most amazing part of your life going forward. I can tell you so many examples of like mine with my motorcycle. Like, you know, Laura didn't have a vision of her soulmate driving up in a car. She had a vision of her soulmate on a motorcycle. Um, we have clients who have learned a language because of an ex that they had a terrible time with. And then they're learning that language, help them be with their soulmate, all kinds of things uh, like that. But just come to you today to just talk to you about don't let that crash define you. We'd love to help you get back up on the motorcycle and get where you want to go. So I hope that helped you. And I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. I hope that the podcast is helping you. Until next episode of Single Soulmate Podcast, thanks for being here. I sure do appreciate you. Hey, I'm so glad you were here with us today listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to discover if you have any hidden patterns in your life that are disrupting your forward progress, you're going to want to head over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz to take a quick five-minute quiz that we created so that you can find out what your love pattern is and more importantly, what can be done about it to overcome any self-sabotage that may come with it. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz for that free quick insight into your unique love pattern and how to break it. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you love or like about the podcast. See, when you leave us a quick, honest review, that actually helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now. Thanks so much.